Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now here's our mama. Hey y'all, welcome back to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Thank you so much for listening to part one with Danielle Druin from Love is Blind. Here is the exciting conclusion to her story. Enjoy. So now it comes down to the last day. Um, I didn't know this until after, right? But apparently Matt and Rory had an agreement and... One night, I guess, Matt went to Rory's room, and they kind of discussed everything and was like, hey, you know, we're both Team Danielle here, and we want Danielle to make the best decision for herself, and Matt kind of put the idea out there, I guess, to Rory, how about neither one of us propose, and we can all just settle this outside of the facility later on. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and... And apparently, and like I said, I found all this out later on after the fact. But, you know, apparently they agreed on it at the time, but Rory didn't feel like he should pass up the opportunity to ask me because he wanted to. You know, that was where his heart was. He, you know, At the time, I don't know if he 100% knew what he was going to do yet, but then he did end up proposing. Oh, my gosh. So, it, yeah, it was crazy, girl. You know, our last night of dating, um, I had a date with Matt first. And basically, Matt poured his heart out to me. He told me that he loved me. And he painted a picture of a life that we could have shared together. You know, full of adventure and accomplishing all these beautiful things together that we had both dreamed of. And but he had told me that he wasn't going to propose to me. And he also got me my favorite flowers. And he told me he wasn't going to propose to me. But he was offering a proposal to figure out life outside of the rules, basically. He was like, just because, you know, if I don't propose doesn't mean that I don't want to have a relationship with you and he told me he was leaving and he says okay I'm leaving the facility now and he basically asked me what do you think of all of this and I I was having a hard time to catch words and I'm a talker so you know it's I basically told him that love was a really strong word for me and that I couldn't tell him that right now Mm. and I wouldn't be doing myself justice if I left without talking to Rory first and it wouldn't be right. And I said that I wasn't promising him anything. That was it basically. Well, I didn't even know what I was going to do myself to be honest. I didn't know what to say to him, but I was just like, I, I told him that I really cared about him and I appreciated, you know, the honesty and, but I, I couldn't promise him what I was even going to do. So after that, I basically left the pods, like cry my eyes out, holding flowers and, Vanessa was there, and Vanessa talked to me about what happened, and she was like, so Matt's leaving. Matt's leaving? You know, I was like, Matt's leaving? And she was like, oh, wow, okay. You know, like, she was kind of just shocked herself. And then a little bit later, I had my last date with Rory. And I'm going to be honest with you. I did not know what I was going to say getting in there. I had no idea, right? I had really strong feelings for Rory, but I mean, I'm now I'm talking about the rest of my life here, and 
I was like, am I crazy to, to get engaged after, you know, such a short time? And so him and I talked about that. Like the, our whole last date was us just basically expressing to each other what we were scared about. And, and I told him, I was like, you know, I feel like I know you, but I don't know you. And I was like, I feel like I know so much about you, but I've never seen you. And I was literally rambling. And I was like, do you know my dreams? Do you know all my passions? Do you know my middle name? Do you even know my middle name? <laughs> and, you know, like all these crazy things. I was like, I want to move to Mexico. I was like, I want to open up a yoga studio on the beach. I was mm. like, did you even know that? Like, I was saying all these crazy things. And he was like, Danielle, none of it matters. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we we don't have the same ideas right now. He was like, all I know is I want to make it work with you. I want to figure out life with you. You know, I want to build a life with you. As I just felt this sense of, I was like, you know what? I'm never going to have the answers. I know this is crazy. I know we don't know much about each other. But I was like, all right. Then we hear them say, and they always would do this because we would talk too long. They're like, you guys have two minutes left. You know, they would they would start counting us down of how much time we had. That's awful. And they would do that at the end of all of our dates when we started to go over. They'd be like, okay, you guys, you got five minutes. And then they'd be like, you got a minute, 30 seconds, y'all. And so him and I were just, like, discussing this into the very last moment. And we had, like, 30 seconds left. <sighs> and he goes, pick up your Lincoln log. And I was like, there's one over here? Because we were, to kind of flashback a little bit, we were able to send each other gifts. And one day... I grew up in a log cabin, so it was really special for me. Like, I always loved my childhood home, and I, you know, expressed that to him in one of our dates, and we had started talking about a home that we would like to build together, you know, like, what what the house would actually look like, but then also, like, what kind of family we would have, how we would raise children, and so one day I sent him a box of Lincoln Logs as a gift. And I told him, I told him that, you know, I wanted to build a home with him. And so. Oh, it's so sweet. Had, I know it's silly, but it, like, meant a lot to me at the moment, you know. And so he had a Lincoln log on his side, and he had them put a Lincoln log on my side. <laughs> and he goes. You know, Danielle, this is me. I'm holding my, out my Lincoln log. Grab your Lincoln log. And he was like, I want to make this work with you, but will you marry me? And I said yes, you know. Oh, like, my gosh. I I was so nervous, but I, felt, yeah, I said yes because it felt right. Wow. And then you got to meet him in person, right? You had the reveal? Yes, and then we had our reveal, but the reveal wasn't until the next day. Oh. So I was just shaking and sweating and crying up until that moment. And the next day, you know, when I finally got to meet Rory, like, and at this point, I was just like, I made the right decision. This weight lifted off my shoulder. You know, I'm just so excited to meet Rory. I'm just so excited to meet him. And, you know, when the doors opened for the first time and I saw him, because it's like, we have, you have no idea what you're expecting, right? I have no idea what Roy looked like. 
I didn't want to ask him too many questions about his appearance. Like, I knew that he was, like, 6'3", and I knew that he had, like, dark hair. But, like, I really didn't know much about, like, what he was going to look like. Yeah, that's not much to go on. No, like, I really didn't. Like, I had no clue. So when I saw him for the first time, it was like, he was exactly how I imagined him, but he wasn't. I don't know if that even makes sense, because seeing his smile, his smile was like how he talked, and I don't even know if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. You know, and I was just like, it's him, and I was so nervous, like I wanted to run to him, and he like, I don't even know, it was like slow motion in my brain, but we met in the middle, and you know, we got to we got to hold each other for the first time, and we kissed, and it was like everything was so magical. And of course, there's like camera crew everywhere around us. We were like whispering in each other's ears, we're like, "Let's get out of here. Let's just run now." Like, dip behind this bush, you know? Aww. There's a back door somewhere. It was just so special, you know, because you don't know. You're like, are you gonna have that same connection in real life? And and we did, you know, like we really did. It was so magical, and. I wish they showed it. I haven't even seen it myself. You know that? It's like, I've seen a little clip. They have like this little clip of what my face looks like when the doors open and what Rory's face looks like when the doors open. But I I haven't seen any of the footage of like when we actually first got to kiss and like, you know, hold each other. Will you get to see that? I don't, I have no idea. I don't know. Okay. Gosh, it yeah, seems unfair. Like, <laughs> you should be able to see all of that, you know? You know, we all want to, right? But mm-hmm. I know that the, I think the only way that I would be able to see it is if they actually release, you know, more content later. Like, I don't think they can, you know, legally show us anything unless it's just released to the public. So, What um, I'm hoping is that since they can't really, you know, film a season two right now, is that they'll go and show your stories that they have captured already. I mean, it would make sense to just kind of extend season one. Right? I mean, if anything would push that, it would be what's happening right now, right? Exactly. They, they're definitely planning to do a season two, but like you said, all productions are at a halt right now. I so, know. It's so crazy. And, and even if it started right now, that wouldn't even be ready until like a year from now, if, if they even started right now. Exactly. But, you know, who knows when things are going to go back to normal with everyday life again. I know. Um, it's so upsetting. Because we weren't the only couple that got engaged and it wasn't shown you know Lexi as well Lexi and Wesley they got engaged same thing they had a reveal they got engaged but you know their story wasn't shown either well I'm excited because I did reach out to Wesley and he and I are going to chat and actually I'm supposed to chat with Matt as well so I can't wait to hear his side of all of this this is just all so exciting I love bringing the stories that we didn't see to light because we want to see everything. I mean, it's such an amazing experiment. And I have to know, okay, so you and Rory saw each other. It was like love at first sight. And then after that, what happened? So basically, next day, we thought we were going to go to Mexico with everyone else. The experiment was so powerful. They did not expect eight couples to get engaged. And they just didn't have enough crew. And, Mm. you know, they only had budgeted for so much. And they could only follow five couples. Ugh. And um, so I don't know how they chose, but I know randomly or something. And they, they chose the couples that they did. And the next day they came to my room and they said, 
hey, sorry, like we didn't expect this. We had to randomly choose which couples were going to Mexico and you guys are basically just free to go. And they gave us our phones back and just like sent us off to the world. And wow, we were honestly like deers in a headlight. Of right? course. And they're like, oh yeah, Rory's downstairs waiting for you. And I was like, oh my God, really? <laughs> it was crazy. And it was, and you'll be able to talk to you, Wesley, about this too, because it was Lexi and I, Wesley and Rory. And it was the four of us. That was the first time I met Wesley. And they were like, okay, guys later so we sat down and we had a drink together and we're like what do we do now you guys so Rory was basically like well I haven't told anybody I'm back yet and I was like yeah neither am I like (laughs) let me let's just like give it a day let's like adjust and he was like want to come over to my house and I was like okay you know (laughs) what else what else were we gonna do yeah what did you decide I mean this was this was like a year ago right so a lot I'm sure has happened in a year yes so I can go on because the story just gets juicier, to be honest, after the pause. I'm serious. Like, I think that's when the good TV started. Oh. And that's probably when cameras should have been <laughs> after the show was over. Um, oh, my goodness. So, you know, Rory and I, we spent the night together. And the next day, all of the cast who wasn't in Mexico got together, right? And we were all going to meet for the first time. And I knew Matt was going to be there. And... I was so nervous, you know, Roy and I walk in holding hands, I have my engagement ring on, oh my I've seen Matt for the first time, never seen him before, literally my heart sank to the floor, like I didn't know what to feel, I was like so nervous, and he went up to me to like casually shake my hand, and he was like, hey, I'm your friend Matt, and I was like, I gave him a big hug, and I was like, Matt, oh my gosh, it's really good to meet you you know oh my god but the rest of the night I was a wreck and I was hiding from him and I just like couldn't talk to him I was like I just can't talk to him you know and it was just too awkward for me like you know because I was I was there with Rory and you know like holding Rory's hand and we were you know together and so then at the very end of the night Matt says goodbye to me and I just told him I was like hey we should probably talk sometime soon and he was like, yeah, you know, and the next morning, Rory and I actually decided to go on our own trip to Miami. So we were like, we still have time off of work. Let's take a trip as well. And so Rory and I went to Miami and we had, um, we had a really good time together. We had a really nice trip. And I think just like coming back into real life, things started to get rough. And I'll just like fast forward everything for you. But basically, I was going through a lot of conflict, going back into the real world and going to work again and having to talk to my my family and friends. I'm like, hey, I'm engaged, and things just didn't make sense. And I was like, am I really engaged? You know, is this the right thing to do right now? Maybe we should take things slow. Maybe we should just date. And I I honestly felt so guilty because I still had feelings for Matt as well. Mm. And even though I was had such strong feelings for Rory, I was just didn't feel right in the, my stomach. It didn't feel right in my soul. Like I can't sit here and say that I'm engaged to you when I still have feelings for another man as well. So I ended up breaking things off with Rory after you know a couple weeks, and I just like needed time to just process what had happened to me. Yeah, I was still in like a a weird state of like shock, and then. You know, shortly after 
Matt and I started like kind of messaging each other and kind of just like we had a conversation and just about kind of how everything played out and you know him and I we kind of started a like a relationship like a friend kind of relationship and just kind of got to know each other and started like hanging out in group settings with people from the show and then kind of just started talking more and more we decided to kind of explore those feelings we had for each other as well so we started dating and we dated for a couple months and things started to get pretty serious for me like I I really thought that this could be something and Matt he never wanted to put a label on anything he didn't like labels and you know, at the time, I was like, okay, understandable. That's what I thought at first. And then after, you know, it had been a couple of months almost, I was like, you know, I feel like we should be boyfriend and girlfriend by now. Um, we went through some crazy time together. And yeah. I don't want to be with anybody else. And he had told me that he had, when we first started talking again, he had told me that he had plans to meet up with this girl in Paris that he was romantic with. Yeah, and this was when we first started talking again. So I was like, totally understandable. And he was like, I'm not canceling my plans yet, but I just want to tell you that I have these plans. Like, there's a woman that I'm interested in that we have a relationship, and I'm going to go on a holiday with her in Paris, you know, in the winter. And um, I was like, okay, well, you know, like, obviously I can't tell you what to do, or I can't even really tell you how I feel about it because, you know, I've also had to explore, you know, emotions, you know, with myself, with, you know, different things, different scenarios. So now after, you know, it's been a couple months of us being together and things were getting really serious. Like I spent the holidays with his family. Hmm. Like I went up to Philadelphia. I went up to see his family in New York and we spent the holidays together. And like I, and he hadn't brought up the Paris thing again, right? And I was like, he hadn't brought it up. So he must not be going, right? That's what I thought. Then I was like, you know, he still hasn't asked me to be his girlfriend. Things are starting to get kind of suspicious. Like, he was acting kind of weird because it was getting close to when he was leaving. And I brought it up. I was like, I need to talk to you. Like, what's going on here, Matt? You need to be honest with me. And, you know, he really didn't tell me anything at that point. He was kind of closed off. I guess he needed time to process what he was going to say. And then a couple days later, he basically gave me an ultimatum. He told me that he wasn't ready to put anything official on what we had. And he said that he still wanted to be with me and he wanted to continue what we were doing and he wanted to continue exploring our relationship and he wanted to see what the future was going to hold for us. But he said that he didn't want to put conditions on it basically telling me he wanted to be in an open relationship. Right. And I told him that that wasn't the kind of relationship I was looking for, and he knew that from the beginning. And I basically told him, I was like, I'm sorry. You know where I stand, Matt. And I honestly didn't think that you were going to still go to Paris with this woman. But if you go to Paris with her, like, I, I won't be around when you come back. And uh, that was the last time we talked. I left his house. Oh, and wow. I don't want to say he ghosted me, but he ghosted me. And he went to Paris. <gasps> he did go. And he went to Paris, yeah. Well, we will be asking him about that. Yeah. And we all go through our own thing. And if he if he wasn't ready, then he wasn't ready. And 
I don't want to judge people for their decisions, but it was very hurtful. And um, I felt like he was very misleading with me with where the relationship was going. I didn't, I was blindsided. I didn't expect that because, you know, we were talking about a future and we were talking, you know, and I met his family. Like, why would you invite me to see your family for the holidays if, if you're planning on going to explore this other relationship with some girl in Paris. It didn't make sense to me. And I was really hurt. And we actually didn't talk for a really long time. But since then, we've we've made up and oh, we've reconciled. Good. And he's apologized. And he, you know, he didn't mean to hurt me, I guess. And he, you know, he I accept his apology. And we're cool now. But, you know, it was hard. But, you know, I guess I shouldn't have had expectations, right? You know? I I didn't know where his mind was at, and I guess he just wasn't, you know, being completely open to me about where his head was, so. Do you think that he just could not get over the fact that you, I mean, in a guy's mind, you basically chose another guy over him, right? So do you think that that just mm-hmm. killed his ego to the point where he just could not recover fully from that? Um, It could have been. I'm probably partially, you know, mm-hmm. but from knowing that better now, um, I think this is a common pattern for him, definitely, thing that he kind of does. I think he, I think he's getting better now, but he, he doesn't like labels, and he doesn't kind of like to settle down. He likes to keep his options open. And, um, yeah, I think that maybe just deep down in his gut, he just he didn't feel 100% about it, and he just went, went about it kind of the wrong way. Wow. And then you and Rory, are you on good terms right now? Yeah, Ryan and I are great. Oh, um, good. It, we didn't talk for a little bit because it was, like, really a hard transition. Like, I I felt terrible, honestly. I really, really cared about him, and he's amazing, but I I couldn't put my finger on it. Like, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on in my head, and I know that I hurt him, and I feel terrible, truly. And mm. we talked afterwards, and we've always been cool, and he's, He's always been very understanding, and he's he's such a sweet, nice guy. And, like, we didn't talk for a little bit, but, like, we're friends, and we're cool. And I, well, I just moved, but he, he was only living, like, 10 minutes from me, so I was seeing him. And we actually even watched Love is Blind together when it first came out at, like, 3 a.m. when it came out. Aww. Yeah, he's great. We're all cool now, all of us. All three of us, we're all cool. You know, Matt and Rory are fine, and... Oh, you know, that's there's good. Been plenty of time now, and we're all adults that like we've gotten over the whole thing, right? And we understand it was like a, it wasn't a normal thing we went through. Same kind of circumstances as like regular life. So well, and that just speaks to how mature all of you are, you know. And um, what a beautiful experience to just go through together, and then have that friendship and all those friendships afterwards. You know that those are such gifts that you can gain from an experience like this. I cannot thank you for being so open and honest and vulnerable about all of this. I mean, I'm just like, my mouth is like hanging open, you know, listening to this and how much you just opened up to me and my listeners really, really appreciate it so much. My last question for you, Danielle, is how has your life changed since being on a show like Love is Blind? Ooh, it has changed, girl. Um, for better um of course I think the biggest part of this for me was the whole thing I went through with with Matt and with Rory being vulnerable for one I have had many walls up from being hurt in the past and I 
I wasn't putting myself out there to even find the right person. I didn't even realize that. You know, like I told you earlier, I was leaving the door open for someone to come in my life, but I had all these walls up that no one was ever going to get there, right? Right. And I learned through this experience who I really need as a partner and as a companion and who I want to do life with. What kind of person do I want by my side? You know, who do I want to raise children with and, you know, build a real life with and things like that. And I really started to understand myself because I feel like that's the core of every relationship, right? Like, how can you truly love another or be there 100% if you aren't being 100% with yourself? And I think I I uncovered a, a lot of painful things that I hadn't dealt with until this experience. And then I learned a lot about myself. And since then, and I like to say that love is truly blind, right? Yeah. I still believe it. And, you know, since then, actually, you know, I'm now in a really great, healthy relationship. Um, Yay! You know, yay! I know. He's so, he's so wonderful. His name is Carrington. We've been friends for, like, seven years. And so it was really amazing kind of how it all came together. I'm a true believer in timing, right? You know, I think we kind of go back into each other's life at the right timing. And everything just was perfect. And um, he's wonderful. He really is. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That makes me so happy to hear. I wish you all the best with that relationship. Yes, definitely. Do you have any advice for anyone who is out there dating currently? Oh, yes. Man, okay. People just need, I know it's convenient, right? But people just need to get rid of this stupid dating app situation. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I don't think it's really, truly going to work I think it's going it's going to cause you more headaches than it is a success rate out of it so I just encourage people to put themselves out there you know be vulnerable because that's what it truly takes and to be 100% your authentic self because you're never going to find the right person for you until you are acting your 100% self, right? You are trying to be like somebody else or you're not being honest with yourself and who you are and you're trying to keep up this persona or facade, you're going to attract a different kind of person, mm-hmm. you know, not the person who you actually need in your life. So that's my advice, you know, whether you're looking for love or you're not looking for love, just be you. And it's exhausting, you know, to be someone you're not because you cannot keep that up forever. The true you is going to come out anyway. So you might as well just be that person day one. Real quick, when I was dating online 20 years ago and I met my husband, I was a flight attendant at the time and I was just kind of, yeah, I I called it like supplemental dating because of course I was on planes and meeting passengers and pilots and all that um, fun stuff. But I wanted to have like also supplemental dating. So anyway, um, hopefully my husband isn't listening to this. So <laughs> anyway, so uh, when we met, I basically, you know, on our first date, I was like, hey, I'm putting it all out there. You know, this is who I am. This is what I want. I was already 30. You know, I was really, really ready. I knew exactly what I wanted, what I didn't want. And so I basically said, you know, hey, I want to have kids in the next like two to three years. If this is not something that you are on board with, well, then, you know, I'm probably not the girl for you. And I mean, I literally scared the shit out of him. And he was still like... Well, I thought you were really pretty and you had a nice rack. So I thought, let's see where this goes. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I right? Love that. But you were both being so honest, right? Like, yes. That's all you can do. Yeah, exactly. Put it out there. 
exactly. You don't want to be with somebody who's not right for you. I just wanted to weed him out, you know, and he was scared, but not enough to, you know, walk away. And that was pretty much we were together from date one. We'll be married 10 years Aww. next year. I love that. Yeah. So don't be afraid to be yourselves, guys. That's what we're, what Danielle and I are saying. But Danielle, I cannot thank you enough. This has been so much fun. I hope you had as much fun as I did. I loved every minute. (laughs) Such an experience to share. Thank you all for, you know, thank you for listening to my story and for everyone else who's going to listen. You know, I guess we all have a little bit of extra time. I am a talker. This was so informative and just so much that we didn't know. You know, we're just watchers on Netflix. We're just Netflix and chilling, right? And we just don't know what goes behind the scenes and everything. So just to have like a little inside peek and view into what really happened is just such a gift. It really is such a gift. And I just cannot thank you enough. I'm so excited to have you on. Welcome. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening. So where can we find you, Danielle? Yes, so I usually use Instagram the most, and you guys can find me there at I am underscore Danielle Rose, or you can also find me on Twitter, which is just my full name at Danielle Druin, D-R-O-U-I-N. Perfect. Okay, well, you guys go follow Danielle. She is such an amazing, amazing person, and uh, we're so glad we got to get to know you through this podcast. Thank you so much, Danielle, and I hope you guys stay cozy. But more importantly, stay safe and stay tuned for Matt's episode coming very soon. Make sure to follow Gettin' Cozy, that's G-E-T-N-C-O-Z-Y-P-O-D on Instagram for all the latest episodes. Thanks. Bye. Bye.